Welcome to the Good Fight Radio Show, a program dedicated to bringing you vital and uncompromised truths that you won't hear in the mainstream media, discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how these issues relate to family, culture, and the church. The heart of this show is to glorify Jesus Christ and expose the works of darkness as he is commanded in Ephesians 5.11. Now here's your host, Good Fight Ministries' own Chad Davidson. Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. I know you're used to seeing Chad open us up and host the show, uh, but Chad's in Costa Rica, but he'll be here as well. In fact, he's here with us right now. Uh, we're coming from Costa Rica Live. We're coming from Simi Valley Live, and Chad's with David, and uh, we've got a church build going on over there, and he's there with uh, my daughter, who he's married to, and my wife, uh, Lisa, and uh, my son, Josiah, and a ministry team from Blessed Hope Chapel, and uh, exciting things are happening. We'll be talking about that a little bit talking about also the Super Bowl uh, video that we did that came out uh, not long after the Super Bowl was played. A lot of people were like, wow, it came out so quick. And it's already going on, I think, probably by the end of the day. Tomorrow morning, we'll have a couple hundred thousand approaching maybe by the weekend or the end of the weekend at quarter million people. A lot of people are watching it and getting shaken up, which we're praising God for that. Well, also, we talk about Marvel, which comes out a day from tomorrow. We have its premiere, believe it or not. Uh, we're showing it at a theater uh, in town here. And, uh, and we're excited about that. So we talk about all these things. So we're excited to have you guys. We've got a lot to talk about. Exciting show today. And hey, I'm going to, hey, chat, what's going on over in Costa Rica? And let's get this thing going. <laughs> well, you know, it is really weird for me to uh, be sitting on this side and having you intro- do an introduction for us. But <laughs> nonetheless, I'm excited either way. It's specifically because, as you said, we're, we're coming out with it at a movie theater. So hopefully we figured out if that was going to be on Thursday or Friday. So hopefully maybe you'll be giving me some news here as well. But with me today, uh, not only is Pastor Joe Schimmel, but also Pastor David, who is the pastor out here in Costa Rica for the church that we're building, literally building, I mean, literally mm-hmm. piece by piece. Uh, you might see my hands are still dirty. We literally just came uh, from the place we were working. But I wanted to introduce David for you guys who are not new to the Good Fight Ministries channel and also the Blessed Hope Chapel channel. You've seen multiple interviews maybe uh, with David, with myself, Pastor Joe, Pastor Jonathan down in Mexico, and then also maybe myself and Nico and David. So David, welcome to the Good Fight Radio Show. Thank you, Chad. I really um, appreciate this opportunity and I thank you so much for being here helping us in Costa Rica. Yeah, amen, amen, and I and I'm excited. And I know D- Joe has been, you know, praying for us a ton, and you know, I got you know a lot of his family here with us. Uh, except he had to watch four of my kids today. I don't don't even know where they're hiding in the church right now, but but nonetheless, uh, he was watching them because my wife and I are both out here in Costa Rica. And I wanted to talk a little bit with David, and, and I know Joe can chime in. It's harder for us being so far apart to know when he wants to say something, but maybe just speak a little bit about what we're doing and, and what we've been doing over the next, last couple days. I guess we've been here since, what, uh, Sunday, Monday? Monday. Uh, Monday, been working on this church, uh, or working on your house, actually, building mm-hmm. the pa- been the pastor's house here. So maybe give them a little information, and we'll talk a little bit about it. All right. Uh, yeah, you guys came here on, on Wednesday and uh, for two or three months, uh, we have been building uh, the, the my house. Uh, we're building the house out of wood. And uh, my dad, which is a construction man, he's been uh, working like 24-7, 24-7. He hasn't taken a break. 
um, and just straight up until um, now that, that, that he get to that he gets to rest a little bit because you guys are are helping us now. Uh, but you guys have been supporting us as well, and uh, we we really appreciate that. And I know that there is people uh, that's donated as well, right? Yeah. So uh, thank you so much for that. We're, we're building the house. We have a big property in Costa Rica uh, that, that was an inheritance. So we're, we're using this property for the Lord, right? So uh, we want to get the house. And the house is going to be big enough to, um, what is it, host? Yeah. Like uh, we can host around uh, 25, 30 people in, in an open area where the where there's going to be a dining room and, and the living room. So we're going to be able to have fellowship there. Uh, so far, we we're up uh, doing the rafters in the roof. Right. So the goal this week, um, it's going to be have uh, having the roof ready. And uh, then the next phase, hopefully in July. We will be able to do the window frames and the doors and and so forth. So that's that's where we're at right now in in terms of the construction and what we're doing. Um, hopefully um, later on down the road, if we get established, uh, Lord willing, we we're gonna have um, uh, something apart. We're gonna build something apart for like to to have like a fellowship and a specific place place for how for that. And have the house uh, apart from you know from the church, which I believe is healthy too. You know, it's interesting because that's kind of what we did in in Mexico. We built the the pastor's house, and then a little bit apart from it, we were able to build the church. And Joe, I know you would absolutely love it here. We we sat down with the church here inside of his house and did two separate teachings uh, with Pastor David. And it was just such an absolute blessing to see people sitting down, wanting to hear the you know the word of the Lord, and, and really just thirsting for righteousness and wanting to know the true word of God, because I know, Joe, and you can speak to this as well, because, you know, we've done all these series on Bethel and, and so forth and these false churches. And the reality is, is there's a ton of money that comes into Costa Rica because rich people from America buy houses here. And then guess what comes alongside of it? False churches and false movements. And when we're out preaching the gospel here, we want to be able to send them to somewhere that we believe is is teaching biblical truth. And I know that's a passion, obviously, for you, Joe. Yeah, amen. And it's interesting how this has gone full circle because uh, we the first time we went to Costa Rica, I think David, how old were you when we met you? About how we, old were you when they when they met you? Uh, I was about seventeen. He was about seventeen. He didn't really know the Lord. He grew up in a family of uh, his parents were, you know, a uh, missionary type family and they helped host us. But uh, we, that's a pretty cool story because I was watching the gals, including <laughs> our daughters, at least in my daughters. And, and, uh, and with David, I was like, okay, I don't know this guy. I don't know where he's at with the Lord. And, you know, he's a nice guy and everything, but he really wasn't walking. And so it was neat to find out later when he actually committed his life to Christ. It was just a cool story. Uh, he looked us up because he saw, scores and scores and scores of people come through there but he he said this was the one ministry that we had impacted him and he saw the that and i'm sure a lot of groups were for real and so forth but he saw the life of christ in us and and then he knew there was an emphasis on sound doctrine and and david your story is really cool because you looked us up started getting in the word again and getting strong and and then uh just i know my daughter holly chad's wife you know she stayed in touch with you through the years on facebook and was able to see your walk and then to just see you catch fire and, and and seek to disciple people. It's been beautiful, brother. And, and then getting closer to you again in uh, Mexico when we I were there helping Jonathan with his uh, 
the thing's already been built, but as far as just kind of building the living stones, you know, there uh, was, was it just a blessing seeing you and seeing your maturity that you're a man now, bro. That's pretty cool. And uh, playing over you guys and everything. To so see this happening now and knowing that uh, what we were praying for in Costa Rica all those years ago, and you, I did presentations there, we did street witnessing. You just don't, you never know the fruit that's going to come out of it. And to see that part of the fruit is, you know, the Lord uh, used our humble efforts uh, to just proclaim the name of Jesus, to see you catch fire and, uh, and to see that we're able to come alongside and help in some small way with what you're doing out there. It's just beautiful. And that you would open up your home and make a home church in the early church. That's pretty much what they had was home churches. Very, very biblical. Uh, and hopefully you'll get a building next to your home eventually. Uh, but that, that what an opportunity because really what it's all about is getting people, bringing people to Jesus. You know, Jesus sent us out to go. Amen. And we, sometimes we sing, come, you know, come just as you are or whatever. And uh, sometimes churches or people in the church are kind of sit in the rear ends waiting for people to show up and to talk to them about Jesus maybe. But, and that's, that's important too. <laughs> but we, we're, we're commanded to go. And it's just great that you, you're missionary minded and, and the folks that are part of your group are missionary minded. And that's the way we ought to be as, as, as Christian fellowships. We have to have a mentality to take it to the streets, amen, and to do street witnessing and door to door or as the Lord leads us. And that's where we see the most fruit. And I have to say, you know, it's not only great to witness lost to see them come to Christ. That's so important. But uh, Chad and I were just talking recently. I've just seen in our fellowship, I think one of the reasons the young people have been fired up in this fellowship through the years is we've taken them to the streets, including my own kids. And that's where they've been stretched and they've learned to own their faith and defend it. And, and it almost becomes addicting in a good way to wanting to see people come to Christ and, and see the gospel spread and see the Lord glorified through our lives and, and recognizing that he wants to use us. And, and when we actually say, Lord, here I am, send me and pray for divine appointments. I mean, life doesn't get more exciting than seeing people come to Christ and seeing the Lord move uh, through us, you know, servants that don't even deserve to be saved, but then he uses us to his glory. It's a beautiful thing. So praise God. We're, we're excited about your service and, and laying your life down as, uh, as a tool uh, in the Lord's hands, David. And, and we pray Godspeed to you and just much fruit for your ministry. May you never turn back and just keep going forward and, and see what the hand of the Lord does in your life and through that fellowship. Yeah, you know, it, it is a blessing because I know with David and, and I know he can speak to this, you know, last trip, it's it's funny that you were mentioning specifically about going out witnessing. And, and I know you gave a little bit of David's testimony. And if you guys want to go back and, and maybe Tony or, or somebody can put it in the description, when we sat down with Pastor Joe and Pastor Jonathan on that video about building biblical churches, mm -hmm. one of the things that you did is you shared that testimony as and a little more depth of what Joe just shared as well. Mm -hmm. But, you know, one of the beautiful things is you've had a, a few praise reports and I thought it'd be great for maybe you to share just a couple of those praise reports about people getting saved uh, even here at, at this fellowship. Right, right. Um, well, the, the Lord has been working greatly here. Uh, it's a slow job. There, there is a lot of uh, uh, strongholds too, uh, a lot of problems um, that that Satan is trying to to stop us from advancing. You know, uh, but even in my family, uh, like we we grew up in like in a Christian family, right? Never read the Bible, never prayed. It was just basically going to church, and uh, uh, one of the uh, 
praise reports I have is that my my own family, you know, as we started a couple months ago, maybe three months doing Bible studies, doing church here in my house, uh, my mom and my dad, they were not being uh, faithful, like going to church, not not reading the Bible anymore, not praying, and just living their lives normally, you know, without hurting anybody, hurting anybody. That that was like kind of their philosophy. So as as we started doing the Bible studies, the church here, uh, they started to come out uh, come out of the room, you know, like we. They would say, hey, you know, we're just going to stay in the room. We'll watch it online, like the first couple nights. Then they would just sit back there on the table. And uh, a couple, what is it, a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, I was talking about like Proverbs, Proverbs uh, 5 <laughs> and um, and comparing comparing that to the adulterous woman, you know, and uh, that that we cannot sleep into her sweet words, you know, and stuff. And I just saw my dad going, standing up and going to the room. And I thought, hey, is, is he mad? Did I say something wrong, you know? Or, but then later on, my mom told me that he went to cry to the room. And he was saying, I understand it. I understand it. I understand why is it important in the Bible. Or I understand why is um, the... the, the, the um, um, the interpretation of of these passages and why is it so important to keep the word of God and to study it? And since then, he's been like, you know, every day, like next day, he woke up and say, "Hey, can we please pray in the morning?" So, praise God. That's even in my family, and I, I know God is in the business of saving families as well. You know, so I wanted wanted to be a blessing to my family, and from here to extend it to to other people. And around around the neighborhood as well, um, and you say two praise yeah, reports, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, got a couple more. So um, one day, I I didn't have to do this, but I went to um, to San Rafael, which is the the closest town to my house, and I went to like a market where there is chairs and over there um, sitting outside. So I, I was just sitting there, and this guy walked in. Uh, right next to me and saying hey you know like i'm i'm glad you're taking coffee because i'm gonna get drunk i was like what get drunk like what do you mean he's like i don't have nothing else to do that's all i'm gonna do get drunk but i'm happy you're drinking coffee so he walked in the store and he came out with this bunch of i don't know alcohol beers and so forth and then i was like hey why don't you come see it over here and uh and and we'll talk so I found out that his mom died like the the previous Monday. And uh, to make a long story short, he was going to kill himself right there. Uh, he was he was getting drunk so he could have the courage to, to kill himself. So we talked and, and it was like 30 minutes. Um, and he started like, I mean, he, did, he didn't drink the whole thing. He, he threw it on the garbage. And uh, he said he wasn't going to do that, and he accepted the Lord right there. Um, so that's that's what a couple of testimonies that we have. Praise and, God! Um, I have things to jump that, in here that the Lord is doing right now. Talking about full circle, <laughs> uh, we went out, when we went out to uh, Costa Rica and ministered with uh, a brother that was setting up various trips. It was the trip I think after we went to uh, your place, David. And it was quite fascinating because 
In fact, it might have been, I think it was the same trip, actually, because uh, it just blows me away you're sharing that. I hadn't heard that story. And Chad probably remembers this. When we were in Costa Rica, we went to go street witnessing and we're headed toward a park. And on the way to that park, you know, we wanted to see more lives changed. And so we're crying out to God for divine appointments. Prior to that time, we get there. And I just made a beeline to a guy just looked kind of forlorn, you know, sitting on the park bench by himself and uh, not a table, but just a bench. And I went over to him and began to share the gospel with him. And it's interesting you said that because he said, he literally said, Hey, I was just driving like a maniac. I was going over, you know, a hundred miles an hour down the freeway and I was going to kill myself because my girlfriend broke up with me. So I thought I'd get drunk and just kill myself. And then I thought something told me I just need to pull over and just get off the freeway and, and come to this park and just sit here and think about it. <laughs> and I said, Hey man, I don't believe that's coincidence at all because I was praying, crying out to God. We were praying for divine appointment. And right when I got here, I, you're the first person I thought I'm going to talk to you. And I really believe that's an answer from, from our, for our prayers. And God's heard the cry of your heart uh, and has seen the, the, the jaded state that you're in. And he wants you to know him, you know, and that life is not about a girlfriend or somebody else in your life. Uh, life is ultimately about knowing God. And all those things become secondary uh, to knowing him. And then when you know him first, then you have a reason to live because, you know, I just gave him the gospel. And I can't remember everything I said to him, but I let him know that he needed Jesus. And that was the bottom line. And he prayed to, you know, repent and, and put his faith in Christ and follow him, you know. So that was, so it's just amazing hearing that story from you, David, right now, because that's one of the things that stuck out to me on that trip because, uh, you know, we didn't see as much success as we'd hoped to see during our time at Street, street Witnessing. You know, not as many people uh, confess Christ as sometimes we see in foreign countries, but that was a strong one because he was so emotional and he took it as like, wow, I can't believe you're... And I said, hey, I came all the way. I just let me put it this way. I said, hey, God brought me all the way from the United States to Costa Rica to talk to you at this park right now. I really believe that God knew this was going to go down. And when we prayed for his will, we we're just lined up with what he already had planned. So uh, there's a lot of hung a lot of hearts out there, David, that, that need... the clear word of God. Now it's interesting because when I met you, you were on that mission base. So I, I you know, your parents, I assumed were missionaries on that base helping hosts. Am I wrong? Or did they just kind of get away from the Lord later? And then they came back to your ministry. Now, D David, he was asking specifically about your parents because they were on the mission base, right. you know, and he was saying, Hey, was this a situation where there, and for you guys that are watching live real quick, just so you know, we only in Costa Rica, we only have one set of audio. So I'm trying to explain some of the things that Joe's saying to David so that he can answer. Uh, so uh, praise God for you guys in the comments as well. I see you guys. And thank you, Tony, for helping me out, get the dates on there uh, on the live. Um, but but he was asking specifically about when it comes to your parents, you know, you're, you're on uh, a mission base, you know, they're involved there. Was it a situation you think where they – you know, they weren't involved really in the faith at all, or was it a situation that they just kind of had varied off or, or tarried off at some point? Okay, so um, it's it's basically like like they grew up in a church. They were brought to the faith, but never really thought like real doctrine. So I would say that. Uh, so they never saw the need of right doctrine. They never saw the need of praying 
they never saw the need of like really living out the word so it was just more like uh like let's let's all be good you know let's go to church don't harm anyone so th that's not really the faith so obviously that's, <coughs> that's gonna make people grow cold or keep them you know doing good things for a while you know but that's not a, a lifestyle so um we we went to the y1 base a youth with a mission especially my dad and and then me and it was more like a serving gospel you know like oh we're we're serving the lord we're doing this we're building houses we're just uh feeding the the the, the people going to orphans and stuff so uh it, it was it was like okay so we're serving so the lord must be happy with us you know with what we're doing oh we're serving the lord we're ser we're not knowing the lord we're not getting closer to him we're not going into the word so at some point like uh around when i was 16 they stopped uh doing that and uh before that it was like it was more like okay we're gonna go to church because the kids need, need to go to church so once we once we were like old enough they they, they stopped going to church so that was kind of like what happened and now they're coming back to understand that it's really like like we had bible study on monday and and wednesday like really look for wisdom and practice it and love his commandments and love the word and uh love jesus oh, praise the lord no i think that was a really important question to answer you know it, it gets a, a better understanding and one of the thing guys and i see you guys in the comments i wanted to just say hi to all the all those who have joined us from live stream you guys are you guys are a real blessing to us but you know it's something that people have written into us and asked to us about is it says hey guys we want to do this in spanish and if you guys didn't know we do have subtitles for they sold their souls to rock and roll for that are in spanish and we're actually working on not just subtitles but actually uh a lot of our series are being worked on for Bethel and uh, some of the more recent series that we've been coming out with, specifically to get them in Spanish, actually dubbed over rather than just having to read the whole thing. Because you guys know for three hours, that can be very difficult trying to read uh, the three-hour presentation in Spanish. But nonetheless, it is really awesome that we are able to point people to a Spanish-speaking church. And and I just wanted to uh, not only plug it, but maybe you can tell them where they can watch and what times uh, they can watch specifically the live stream that you're doing. Because we do typically share it. And I know we're here on Good Fight, mm -hmm. but we typically share, when I, when I remember to, all of the live streams from Blessed Hope Costa Rica onto our Blessed Hope Chapel facebook page but uh if you could give a little a well this is the time that we usually do it for people that maybe that are spanish speaking or have friends and family that are spanish speaking and they're like hey i love your guys messages i love the doctrine you guys are about mm -hmm. but I, I need someone who's spanish speaking and now we would love to be able to help provide that by way of pastor david here okay so we have a facebook page and we usually go live uh on mondays at seven p.m. that is Costa Rican time Costa Rican time that is <laughs> I, I think that's central standard yes, time. yes it is yes it is and Pacific time it will be 5 p.m. I believe depending on the time zone you know uh, or lights saving I believe that's how you say it so uh, the <laughs> Facebook page is Blessed Hope CR Blessed Hope CR Costa Rica that's the Facebook page and so far we have uh, studies only on Mondays 
Uh, we're working on um, trying to set up a podcast as well, like you guys have it, uh, for for Spanish speakers. However, we um, we don't have a lot of time, and, and we need more hands, you know, to get the job done. So right now, it's, it's just me and a couple of guys that are helping me, and uh, we don't have like a, a room uh, set up yet because that, that's going to require more, you know, soundproof and stuff and testing. So um, that's that's where we're at right now. Well, praise God. And, and you know, it's cool because you guys get to hear from Joe, you get to hear from David, and I know myself, just some of the praise reports about everything going on in Costa Rica from the last trip we were here, plus the trip that they had done all those years ago as well. And just to see how God, God's faithfulness and really, if you guys are on here for the live stream today, you're getting to hear us brag about the things that the Lord is doing. And I think that is beyond exciting, whether we're in Costa Rica or we're in Simi Valley where Joe's at, there are some mighty things happening. And I know we're in Costa Rica, so talking about Costa Rica, praise God we're able to do that. But I do want to switch it up, Joe, because while I was gone, you got an entire video done and put up, and it's been going just bonkers. Uh, last time I checked before I came onto the live stream, there's already 164,000 views. And the important thing about these videos that we do are not simply that we love to give out information and talk about wickedness, but that the gospel is presented. I was watching the version that was sent to me before the music bed was put to it in the airport, waiting to get onto the airplane to come here because I just wanted to pray over it because I knew the gospel would be presented and a lot of people would see it. I didn't know how quickly uh, this many people would be able to see it, but, but Joe, maybe speak a little bit about the Super Bowl halftime show and really what you covered on there and why people need to go back to our Good Fight Ministries YouTube channel and watch that. It's one of our shorter videos. It's what, maybe 16, 17 minutes, something like that. But but guys, don't miss it. You guys need to check it out. But Joe, I'd love to hear a little bit more about just the process of it and and what that what that video is all about. Yeah, so we covered the uh, you know the halftime show and we really covered the artists that are in the halftime show because uh, there was some symbolism here and there, but it wasn't your typical you know, just onslaught slide of subliminals and so forth. It was more introducing a, you know, different generations uh, to a lot of the music that's been around for a while by top rappers from Eminem and, and Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and so forth. So uh, there's a graphic that you see right now that Tony put together. And it's quite amazing. I mean, you know, Dr. Dre did, you know, flash the, the devil horns. And, and it's interesting because they had a sign language person there that was signing for the, the singers. And, when he flashed the devil horns, the sign language person flashed them to, to, you know, translate what he was doing. Uh, and but we basically used that as a springboard to make people aware, who especially a lot of people that, hey, this was my music back in the '90s or whatever. You know, a lot of people were saying that, and so many people, whether it was liberal or conservative, you know, you know, people, you know, uh, newscasters and people were talking about how great the show was. This so with many professing Christians. Oh, this is such a great show, or as great as like, do they even realize what they're saying? You know. So uh, we looked at uh, the lyrics, and not just some lyrics of the different artists, but we looked at, you know, there was a song that Eminem was singing about the new world order. Although they, they, didn't, they didn't sing those lyrics because he didn't sing that sing that part of the song. But what we did is we looked at these different artists, and we looked at Dr. Dre, we looked at Snoop Dogg, uh, and Murder Was the Case, and him, you know, his little uh, based on based. I guess a dream or something that he had where Satan comes to him and so forth and offers him the world. And you see him praying next to an upside down cross, apparently to the devil and so forth. And uh, we show his, you know, some of his stuff. We show uh, Dr. Dre, who uh, basically 
produced or, or I'm sorry, had a lot to do with uh, Murders a Case, which was a short film at the time. And we also show Easy, or, or I should say Eminem, and how, you know, Dr. Dre basically got him going to sign him and stuff. And there's a song called, you know, My Darling, where Satan's singing to him through a mirror. And he's talking about maybe getting out of the deal he's made with him, his pact with the devil. And he finds out that basically he's got to keep serving Satan. And uh, Dr. Dre chimes in in that song as well, uh, which is kind of interesting when you look at the Stoop Dog murders the case. And then you look at Dr. Dre with uh, uh, Eminem. And it's about Stoop Dog and they're being encouraged to move along and continue to serve Satan. And what we do is we show song after song after song, uh, mostly by Eminem, over and over and over again, where he raps about devil worship and, and making a pact with the devil and, and being the rain man and being possessed and, and, and being used by spirits and so forth. And so it's been remarkable because we've had so many people that were unaware, saying, I had no idea all these guys were talking about devil worship. And uh, so we've been able to make a lot of people aware, aware, like you said, Chad, it's, I think it's like, you know, up around 160 some thousand in just a few days, which is great uh, because that means a lot of people are becoming aware. Uh, and many of those who follow good fight for some time, you're really aware of what's going on. But for a lot of people, they just uh, think that, you know, the rappers just have potty mouths, you know, and they sing filthy things. And, and we talk about the, the, you know, misogynistic type lyrics. We talk about, uh, just the, the the violence and the perversion and and murder being glorified and so forth. So uh, it, so I think it's taken off a lot because a lot of people want other people to see it. So if if you're part of the Good Fight audience, man, what a great opportunity because so many different people uh, have talked about how wow, this is a great way to witness to my family or my friends and so forth. And so I think that's one of the ways that it's gone semi-viral is people are sharing it with other people. So if you're part of Good Fight, it's a great way to. Uh, because it cuts right to the chase. I mean, right away, you're seeing them singing lyrics about devil worship. And, you're, and some people are saying, you know, you get the eyes, the emojis with the eyes open, like, wow, I'd had no idea all these people, you know, they're singing about devil worship and everything and what this was all about. We're making people aware that, that Satan is the God of this world system. And all this is not about just making people aware of what's going on and obeying Ephesians 5.11, which says, have no fellowship with the fruitful, fruitless works of darkness, but rather expose them. But Jesus goes on to, or Paul goes on to say, awake, O sleeper, you know, rise from the dead and let Christ shine his light on you. So uh, it's all about turning people to Jesus. So I say, you know, last four or five minutes of that 17 minutes is about the gospel and about needing to be saved and about needing Jesus and, and turning to Jesus. So it's, it's a great way to witness, but we had no idea, uh, even if, you know, because YouTube's tightened up a bit, right? Uh, even if this message would be able to stand and be able to expose them on this level. But we have been able to, and uh, so praise God. While the, while the, there's that door door is open, let's use it. But what a great opportunity for some of you guys that are listening right now, or many of you, to say, "Hey, I'm going to send this to somebody." I want to challenge you guys that are, you know, uh, part of our, our our you know, basically we look at the good fight uh, audiences as you know part of our fellowship in some way. We're all a lot of like minded brothers and sisters. I want to encourage you. Just take some time out after the show. And uh, maybe give just a two or three lines, a witness, you know. It's called they sold their uh, souls for the Super Bowl. Obviously, we don't mean literally they sold their souls to play at the Super Bowl, but we're basically letting people know that these guys made packs with the devil. They made them years ago, obviously, but one of the perks they're getting now is playing at the Super Bowl. And, you know, was it profit man who gains the whole world? Jesus said loses his soul, right? And so uh, I want to encourage you guys, pray about it, but just go to that video, check it out, uh, share it with a few people. And leave a little little comment there, you know, uh, and just encouraging people to turn to Jesus. 
because that will encourage the people. Because I can't tell you when we go down through the line, how many people get encouraged uh, because, you know, you get sometimes the nasty comments here and there as well. And when people start seeing people that, hey, man, I came to Christ through this ministry or, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm exposing these things too, or these things need to be exposed. People's eyes need to be, you know, people need Jesus before it's too late. Uh, you know, we have so much time on this earth, so it's a great way to make it count. And you have a lot of eyes on that thread right now. So that's a great way for people in our audience to be a witness. So, in fact, I'll be looking after the show for some of you guys and some, some thumbs up, uh, encouraging people to, to just keep their eyes on Jesus. So it'd be cool if you could do that. Um, talk to our audience now. We love you guys. And we look at ourselves. No, yeah, it's, it's great. And I, I get to see a lot of the comments. You guys are an awesome encouragement. And I see we have Blessed Hope Chapel Ensenada on there. We have Blessed Hope Texas on there as well. Mm. So um, it's it's really, really great. exciting uh, to see all that. And, and guys, you're looking at somebody here. Where I'm in Costa Rica serving the Lord. Uh, and that's because I watched They Sold Their Souls to Rock and Roll. And I gave my life to Christ. And after giving my life to Christ, it was Joe who discipled me. And I started sharing the gospel, as we talked about with David, going out and sharing with these people who need the gospel. That was the microwave to my faith. And that's why I wanted to go out. And it changed my walk with Christ because I began to understand I really need to know the scriptures. We talk about this a lot. But the reality is, is everyone wants apologetics and stuff. And we're an apologetic ministry, so that's important. But the reality is, is that your theology, and I think David and Joe has already spoken to this uh, already on here, but your theology should be pregnant with apologetics. That because when you are digging into the Word of God, you are coming to a greater knowledge of the truth, then you're going to be able to express that truth uh, to the lost and dying world. And so that's such a, an absolute huge things when it comes to our ministry and really what each and every believer uh, needs to be doing. And as Joe said, and it's so funny because I was thinking about asking the same thing of you is just to, to get this out, to share it. You have no idea how many guys I'm telling you, this is just the truth. I've been, um, praise the Lord, been able to serve alongside um, Good Fight Ministries uh, since 2013, and I have seen more praise reports in the last month of people coming to Christ or people that said, hey, I came to Christ after I watched the Soul of Soul of Rock and Roll. I fell away from the Lord, but now that I'm wanting to follow him again, I found out you guys have a podcast. I found out that you guys have videos coming out every week, uh, you know, multiple videos every week. And now they're being fed and now they're growing. And simply, guys, because somebody clicked share, because somebody said, I want to I want to tell someone about this. Amen. And for me, it's because someone handed me a DVD. So so I, I don't want to minimize that at all, because when the gospel is presented alongside all the truth and the evidence and it all goes back to something that's actually going on and the world the world wants to push aside or actually push in front of your face over and over and actually tell you, no, this is totally fine. This is totally good. In fact, it's the weird ones that think this is wrong. And it's like, no, God's word is always true. And we can bring people to Christ through simply, guys, clicking share. And and Joe, I think that, that segues us really well into, because I, I don't know where we are with time. It's very different not being right next to you. <laughs> I got to be honest. But um, like, where's but, my counterpart over here, man? <laughs> what's that? But I'm glad it's actually turned into three. We got David there, so it's all great. Yes, amen, amen. But you know what? I, I really would like to talk a little bit about the Marvel documentary, Marvel DC documentary that we have coming out. And I think we have even have Finally a title done, out now, man. so I've been keeping it quiet. What's that? Finally done, praise God. 
Yeah. Amen. Amen. I'm excited. I'm excited for people to see it because this is guys, and I've said it and I'm not trying to sell it to you. I'm not, you know, a spokesperson like that. But when I watched it, I was stunned. The things that I saw in that video and what's crazy was we watched it twice to say, Hey, maybe this or that. And let's see, is everything making sense? You know, whatever. And, and let's go through final edits. If there's something spelled wrong, whatever it is. And both times I was just as shocked, <laughs> like every time I saw it. So you guys are going to be radically blessed. And, and I'm praying this can be used in a just a radical way to bring the gospel to people. And and the truth is, guys, you'll get a early release on this. You guys get to watch it next week. Uh, if you're part of our Patreon community there on patreon.com slash good fight, you guys get it a week before it's released. Sorry if you guys are hearing dogs. We are literally in Costa Rica. But um, I'll, I'll try to put the link in. Maybe if Joe's going to speak a word here, give me some time to put the link in. You guys can go go to patreon.com slash good fight. Become a Patreon uh, at the silver level, I believe it is. And uh, you guys can get that in, uh, a week before it's even released. So that, that would be awesome. But Joe, maybe speak a little bit to it because we are going to be showing all of our viewers. And if you guys are just hopping on, we've been talking about in Costa Rica and we've been talking about the, the halftime show and the video that has been put out by, by Joe and, and the rest of us here at Good Fight Ministries. But we are going to be showing here very soon. So stick around and also you can share it. You're like, hey, check it out. The trailer's coming out because we are going to be showing the trailer to the new documentary. But Joe, maybe speak to it a little bit, and I can maybe talk a little bit on our, our live stream as well in the chat. Yeah, it'd be hard for me to be more excited about this first installment. It's an eight-part series. Uh, you can say a seven-part series, and one of, the, one of the seven or one of the other ones, which would really be an eighth, is, is an overview of uh, the entire seven, uh, you know, basically – showing a concerted plan of the Antichrist, which is kind of interesting because uh, the, the the overview is stunning in itself, and, and uh, some people had already seen that. But this is part one, and the overview just takes part of this. And this part one has not uh, been out yet, and actually the overview uh, we need to put into a uh, video form as well. But uh, I've tried to let people know that we've been working on this almost three years. Next month it'll be three years. I think next month it'll be three years, and uh, and it and and almost every part is is almost done. We've got one on Wonder Woman, which I've already got it all scripted out. I just haven't done the voiceover for that yet. And I've got a bunch of the 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 stuff, picks and stuff for production, so and clips and so forth. But otherwise, uh, the voiceovers have been almost done for each and every one of these. And uh, part two uh, will be coming out hopefully two three months. I don't know. Don't quote me on this, but. Uh, a few months after this is released, and maybe even you know, I'll say three months to cut it, cut to, to be safe because, like I said, the work's already been done. But this first part, you guys, uh, I think it's going to blow people away because uh, this first part became the first part when it was just you know would have I kind of had to divide the first one to two and make this first part became its own kind of deal because uh, try to explain it to you in a nutshell is uh, it's called Antichrist Agenda. It's part one of uh, you know, Marvel and DC's war on God. And the first one is Antichrist agenda. And uh, when I'd pretty much been almost done with the whole thing, I thought, you know what? One thing I really didn't expose, I show a bunch of major characters, whether it's Thanos or, or uh, you know, uh, Apocalypse or others who are pictures of Christ. And they're the evil villains. The world's got to join together to fight against them in this Armageddon kind of scenario where Christ is always depicted as being incredibly evil. 
And this is the spirit, prince of the power of the air, the spirit that's at work in the children of disobedience, just like the rock stars in, in, in the rock industry in Hollywood. Same spirit's been at work through a lot of these guys. And uh, But as I was already doing that, and we have one entire video coming up in, as part of the series where we show you know, a lot of these main characters that are portrayed as being Christ-like part of the villains, and we show the movies and everything else. But I had some of that going already in Endgame, Avengers Endgame, which is the biggest Marvel movie. Uh, at that point, uh, came out, you know, a few, you know, two and a half, three years ago. Uh, when I was showing that or doing that, that was part of this. I said, man, but how do they deal specifically with Jesus Christ when he's referenced as Jesus or he's supposed to obviously be Jesus? And when I began to look at that, I was just like blown away because I thought there'd be a reference here and there. And I began to realize, wow, Jesus has been trashed by Marvel and DC uh, for many, many years. And and uh, I think it's just going to shock people. It's going to, it's going to, you're going to be shaken, you know, and you're going to see, wow, there's a concerted effort to demean the Lord Jesus Christ in more than one way. And the entire Marvel and DC construct have a Gnostic spiritual background. And one of the things we're able to expose is uh, the contact with the demonic realm with many of the top writers, contact with, uh, or being into Crowley Satanism by top writers. Uh, in fact, three of the top 10 writers, all 10 Writers, for the most part, uh, basically glorify Crowley in some way. I'm talking about those who've been voted as the top 10 writers uh, by uh, Comic Book Review, for instance. But I show specifically the top three of the 10 writers uh, by Comic Book Review's last vote, uh, which they vote every four years on it. New votes coming up this year. I show that those top three writers, two of them are demonstrably admitting with their own, you hear it with their own voices, that they practice Crowley's magic and have gotten in touch with demonic entities. You know, even referencing them as being uh, demonic-like entities and that their writing skills were enhanced and so forth. I have stuff that goes beyond what was I was shown and they sold their souls for rock and roll. I could get quotes from Jimmy Page or John Lennon or other artists or, you know, Jay-Z with Do What Thou Wilt or so forth, that, you know, and stuff that we expose. But here I have these guys literally talking about it verbally in interviews about how they practice and that are practitioners of Crowley's of uh, Satanist, Celestial Crowley's magic. So it's a blow mind. And uh, not all that comes out in the first one because this is several parts long. But the first one, as Josh put it, Josh uh, and Tony, uh, you know, have bit, both done a lot of editing for me through the years. But uh, Josh has spent a whole lot of time editing this. And he said, Joe, this first video, you know, from the very get-go, it punches you in the mouth. He was shocked because it, it, you right away you see what's going on. And then you're on a ride for the next two hours and 20 minutes, realizing, wow, there's a spiritual war here. And you're seeing that there's mass inundation of satanic, you know, Satan's plan, because you have to keep in mind, this is the genre of movies that blows out every other genre of movies right now among young people. And it's not just influencing young people. These are characters in comics that have been around, uh, I mean, for a long time that have influenced people up into their 60s, 70s, and 80s now, obviously going back sometimes. So uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's an organized assault. And I'll just say a few things. We show Robert Downey Jr. considered the greatest actor by many people for years now, right? And he's basically the center of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because he plays Iron Man. And we not only show Iron Man and that whole scenario in, in Endgame as a, as a Antichrist kind of scenario where Thanos represents Christ. And he, he's, he's over and over again, you know, he reveals himself as the I am, which is what Christ... Reveals himself as the great I am, right? And then 
uh, all the world unites against Thanos to fight against him. Uh, and not only, uh, not only the human beings with Iron Man at the head, he's like a picture of Antichrist, but also uh, this, these portals are opened by Doctor Strange, who's kind of like the false prophet. The Bible talks about how the Antichrist will work with the false prophet, and the false prophet will have supernatural powers, and that he'll do these miracles and so forth to get people to follow the beast and worship him. And we show how Doctor Strange works with Iron Man to bring about this and open up spiritual portals where the spiritual world merges together with the with the human world, and together they fight against this I Am who's coming, uh, who lives in a garden, who. Uh, a garden like paradise, you know, who's coming to make the world right and everything. And obviously, uh, he's there's different things that aren't Christ-like about him because in Gnosticism, it's always parts of Christ put with uh, things that are wicked and evil because, of course, Christ is supposed to be dis- besmirched and so forth. And uh, we show, and we mention it in that video, but we show in the video that's coming out after that, where guess what? Dr. Strange, no kidding, Dr. Strange uh, was basically built in the image of Satanist Aleister Crowley. And he has a movie coming, another part, another uh, sequel to the last movie with Doctor Strange, who, by the way, was in the last Spider-Man movie as well. We show that he basically was made in the image of Satanist Aleister Crowley. And in fact, in one of our videos, you'll be hearing from Steve, Steve Englehart, who built a lot of, of his story uh, on a show, talking about how he, you know, of, of a, a Crowleyan show where it's, it, the show starts off, do what thou wilt, shall be the whole law. And he talks about how he got into Crowley's magic and, uh, he's one of the main writers behind uh, Doctor Doctor Strange for some time, but even before he was in the picture, Doctor Strange was already in the image of Satan, Sylvester Crowley. And guess what? Robert Downey Jr. to get the part to play Iron Man and win that part, he was basically practicing Crowleyan type magic. And he literally says, "You'll see this uh, the quotations, the documentation, and everything in this video." He literally says when he went to be interviewed uh, that. Uh, or to 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 be cast for the see if he could win the part, you know. Uh, he basically said he learned the lines in different ways and three different ways for each line, depending on what they wanted. But he said he also uh, practiced ceremonial magic, and he said uh, he said if if Aleister Crowley had a little brother, that was the expletive, you know. He literally said that if Aleister Crowley has a little brother, basically that would be me, you know, because of what he was doing to get that part. And yeah, he got the part, and it's kind of interesting because Crowley calls himself the Beast, and and he plays Iron Man, who basically, you know, a, 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 a phony Christ gives his life for the world, uh, defeating the I Am, you know, kind of a reverse of the gospel and what have you. So I'm probably giving too much away right now, but uh, we have a reenactment of that that deal there as well. But I think it'll really blow you away, and I don't want to say too much because you'll be seeing it, and. Uh, it's it's the Thursday actually that we're going to be showing it out here, uh, but actually that same time for patrons they'll be able to watch it as well. Uh, not this Thursday, or I'm sorry, a week from today actually. So we're talking the 24th, uh, the 24th of uh, this month, which is a week from today is when it'll actually uh, first be viewed. So thank you for your patience and keep in mind it wasn't just one long feature, you know, one movie. Uh, we made several of them and almost done with almost all of them. So. Uh, but this, this one's finally done. There needs to be a little bit done to the score music, but Tony's <laughs> got just a few more things laid down regarding the score. Uh, but, uh, of course, it'll be out on that Thursday. So um, I'm looking forward to it. There's so many things I want to say about it, but you're gonna be, a lot of you are going to be seeing it. And a week after that, it'll be available to everybody. You know, uh, if, we, if, if the theater's crowded and we can't get more people in, of course, what we'll do is uh, we'll, make, we'll, we'll be showing it in our fellowship 
uh, as well, uh, not long after that, if there's a kind of demand. But we expect it to go out masses of, of brothers and sisters in Christ uh, through the internet, you know, through uh, digitally. And eventually we'll have it in CD form as well for people that still want to pass them out as a way. We do look at it as a, being a great way to witness. And there's really a pretty cool surprise ending uh, that I think will shock a lot of people in a very upbeat, encouraging way. So looking forward to it. Well, pra praise God, you know. I'm almost sad I told you to tell everybody everything, but uh, it was uh, <laughs> good nonetheless. I'd be remiss, you know, if we didn't finish up. And just uh, for you guys who maybe came on later, I know a lot of the numbers on here came on later. Um, we are in Costa Rica. If you're wondering why Joe and I are not sitting next to each other like our normal Thursday show, uh, Pastor Joe sent, sent myself and a team out here to Costa Rica because we are building Pastor David's house right here. And I, I know we have sure. a ton of people who give different ways to the fellowship and so forth. So um, if this is something, if you're like, hey, man, I, I, I want to also give and and bless what's going on in Costa Rica, you can just do that through Blessed Hope Chapel. And you can just write on there, just say in the comment, this is for Blessed Hope Costa Rica. And, and we would love to be able to bless what's going on and continue to build as we have been. We've literally been building uh, as I said, we walked down from the construction zone down to here. David showered. I did not have enough time to shower, so please forgive me for that. But praise God, you can't smell us through the internet. So uh, only poor Pastor well, David. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, well, but praise God. Praise a God. couple of clarifications real quick is yeah. just let you guys know in Costa Rica, David, we do have dogs out here in the United States of America because I know they're dog barking you know, Chad said, Hey, well, that's because we're in Costa Rica, but they're, they're here too, bro. Just let you know that. <laughs> no, yes, there are, there are yeah. definitely dogs There's in Costa Rica wild. and in the United yeah. States, but, uh, but usually also, we uh, try to keep them out of the church when we're recording Joe. Hey man, I don't know how long we went Chad earlier, but it seems like one of our shorter shows, but I know I need to get back home because I'm working home and I'm also watching, I'm by my lonesome, <laughs> you're for you and Holly's four children, man. And wow. I mean, I'm like trying to keep the house nice enough for when Lisa gets back from Costa Rica that it's not a war zone and saying to the kids, you know, let's put things away before we take new things out. And I forgot, man. I mean, it's like, you know, and I, they're all over all the time, but, you know, in my lonesome, you know, go into one room and it's like an atom bomb went off and that's Ariella, you know, and then another room, which was our, is our living room area, like puzzle pieces, everything everywhere. And I'm like, oh, Lord God, I'm in trouble here. So I got to, I got to. <laughs> work cut out my <laughs> well um the audience might not have known that but uh, a few months back when uh the ladies were on the women's retreat i had forgot to set up help in watching the children and during an episode uh the children were in the kids room behind us at church and i was there for hours cleaning but uh i i wanted to just have uh david you can say a quick word uh before we do take off here because i know joe does have to get back to my children so that i can keep building here as well and 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 holly as well but uh if you could just say a word to everyone and say goodbye <laughs> yeah no um i'm really thankful for the lord for um everything he's done through blessed hope and good fight and all of the guys that actually came here, Tommy, um, Travis outside, everyone. Josiah, I mean, Danny. Josiah, yeah. Danny. All of the guys here that I met before, they're, they're wonderful. And I can truly say, uh, not not in my own words, and, and kind of as a testimony or, or a praise report as well, a lady uh, came for the second time uh, to the Bible study on Wednesday. 
And uh, she talked to me afterwards and she said, hey, you guys are completely different than anything else I have ever seen. Like the way you live, the way you talk, the way um, you ask all of the guys to share uh, a little word in Proverbs. She was like, they're willing and they love it, you know. <laughs> so I'm thankful for that because we want to be that way as well. We want to reflect the light of Jesus. And I'm thankful uh, for the Lord for everything he's done through you guys and through the everyone online and, and doing the comments as well. And I want to say that you're welcome over here as well. We, uh, we will have the house. We're trying to, to set up also a, a visitor's room, like for people to, to come here and sleep in, in case they want to uh, have a place um, while, while they're here in Costa Rica. So you're more than welcome to, to come and join us as well and to serve along with us too. No, praise God. And, you know, Armand, I know he couldn't make it this time, but he was on the chat. He wanted to say hi to Pastor. Oh, Don, hi, Armand. Don, God and, bless you. And, uh, we miss you here, man. <laughs> hey, one and uh, we see also on there, I see Blessed Hope uh, Alaska is there, Believer's Walk. Uh, just great to see so many of our brothers and sisters in, in Christ there. And, uh, you know, I'm not in town, so I want Joe to finish this thing off. But you guys have gotten a ton of information about Blessed Hope Costa Rica. You've guys gotten about the halftime show that halftime show that Joe did. Sorry, the expose on the halftime show that Joe did. And guys, and also on the Marvel Doc, these are things that you can share with people to share the gospel to see people come to Christ. So, Joe, you I know you got to get back to watching my kids. So uh, we're gonna <laughs> say goodbye too. <laughs> I'm looking forward to. It. I love those those guys, and it's been a, it's been a joy, you know. Uh, but I just want to encourage you guys uh, who are watching is. Uh, don't forget, go go watch if you don't. Just take 17 minutes out and watch these soldier souls for the Super Bowl, and just leave you know two, three, four lines, uh, recognizing that a lot of non-believers are checking that thing out and they're looking at the comments because they're commenting on mm -hmm. the comments, you know, and leave a witness of who Jesus is. Maybe you know encourage people to check out our podcast or the, the, the message and sermons or what have you, and talk about how you've been blessed because uh, what happens is when people see, wow, this could be life changing for me too, maybe. Or, and they have an impact on me. Uh, we're trying to reach as many people as we can with the gospel and with sound doctrine in these days. And God said he'd rise up people in these last days. And, and, we, and we look at it as we're a team of brothers and sisters, a remnant, along with millions of others that truly fear and love the Lord around the world. Hopefully it's that many, right? I mean, he really loved Jesus. But uh, just if you don't mind, right after this, go to, you know, go to Good Fight Ministries on YouTube and go to uh, They Sold Their Souls for Super Bowl. And I'll be looking for your comments, you know, and, and, and amening. And uh, and let's just be a team, and let's just uh, let's let's have godly peer pressure to encourage people to look to Jesus. Praise God for you guys. Love you guys. Press on in Jesus. He loves Amen. you guys, and we praise God for you. And that we're in this together, and that we're the family of God. And Jesus got this, and He's on the throne. And in the read the end of the book of Revelation, man, just all the ugliness going on here. Our Lord reigns, and we're going to be with Him forever and ever in in the kingdom, the New Jerusalem. Love you guys. You've been listening to the Good Fight Radio Show brought to you by Good Fight Ministries. If you're blessed by this show and would like to partner with us, please consider visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com goodfight. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 2202, Simi Valley, California, 93062. Or call us toll free at 1-866-JC-TRUTH. That's 1-866-528-7884. We hope you'll tune in next time on the Good Fight Radio Show.